Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. Such a madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to DDP Today, a show that's a little about us, a lot about Disney and fun for the whole family. My name is Justin, and today I'm excited. It is August the 15th, 2023. I want to welcome you to episode 308 of DDP Today, and today I'm joined by two of my good buddies who are back again this week. To, of course, take us back out west, back to Disneyland as we jump into part two to recap our DDP Today Disneyland family vacation that happened back in July. Uh, so today, let me welcome to the show, see how everything's going in their life before we jump back into the parks. I'm going to start with my buddy, Mr. Mike. What's up, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm. Uh, it's one of those surreal weeks because Sarah's moving out of the house, like for real. Um, it's not just moving out to college. It's she's got her own apartment now. So, um, you know, she's 20 years old, and this could be, you know, the the final move out, so to speak. So uh, it's been kind of not stressful, but you know, happy happy tears. You know, as that as it goes during the week. You know, it's uh, seeing your little girl grow up and you know get her own place is kind of uh, it's it's cool. I mean, I'm sure a lot of our GDP family have gone through that too. Um, I know some of us have younger kids and. You have yet to experience that but uh it's definitely experience when it happens and uh we're kind of living in the moment this week it's funny man because i think uh, I, this might sound weird and don't, you let me know because now you've been through both you know i mean i've got kind of a first in our house this year is riley's going to middle school so that's actually mm-hmm. what we were doing tonight we were over at the meet the teacher i saw the school for the first time and we did all this stuff she got her schedule first time she's changing classes so it's kind of that move up you know in school to now mm-hmm. not elementary school now going to middle school kind of letting go a little bit more but what do you think's harder as a parent or is it i always tell people who have like babies that it's it's not ever harder it's just different like it's different hard being a parent depending on what age you're at as dan's crying because you know you know he has three boys um but uh is it harder now to kind of be like okay this may be the last time she ever moves out it's not just for a summer or for you know, a week to go to camp or something like that? Or was it harder, like, when she went to kindergarten for the first time? I think it's um, I think it's a mix because, you know, as you're getting older, you're kind of realizing that there's not many more moments left. So I think it's harder as they get older because, you know, now you have to look forward to, you know, the possibility of getting married and grandkids. And then, you know, then you, I guess you could, you know, like Dan knows, you know, going through grandkids, seeing all their milestones, you know, going to kindergarten for the first time and doing, you know, as they kind of grow up. But, um, you know, the, the list gets shorter and shorter as we get older and older, which I think is the hardest part for me to grasp because, uh, you know, when you, when you start off with that letting go to kindergarten and working your way up, you still have a lot of milestones ahead of you. We're starting to run out of milestones you know and uh that's that's the hard part you know what's crazy too is when we started this show i think she was a freshman in high school yeah, yeah. so something like that so now it's you know we've all watched these kids grow and that's a cool part about the, the community itself is over all these years we've watched the kids grow and change and you know have have uh move on to bigger and better things so um kind of go through it as a family so you know, it's always tough. Speaking of uh, one of, you know, the kids going away to college, the great Dan Rossi on the show. How are you, buddy? I'm good. And I, I must say, you are working hard. 
working hard, trying to get Mike a little bit teary-eyed. Still hasn't happened yet, but you're, <laughs> I was you're doing working my best. on it. Though. Did you notice you that? Are, I'm really <laughs> oh, pushing. Yeah. I'm really pushing. Yeah. No, th- like this week, actually the last couple of weeks, it's like it. Pardon my French. It's like hell week around here, because if you are married to an educator, like this is the time you want to stay away from them because they're all getting ready to go back to school. They're horribly stressed out. The boys are starting school in two days. Owen goes back to college next week. So it's it's uh, it's it's chaos in the Rossi house right now. Um, yeah, poor Jen, you know, and it's good that you invited company this week. So that's that's good. That always makes it easier on uh, on the family. Yeah, and then I decided, and then I let her know that I was going to be, uh, you know, downstairs in the basement for about two and a half, three hours tonight. So that's uh, <laughs> easier to ask for forgiveness than ask for permission. Remember you know, Jen, Jen sent me a message <laughs> the other night, and she goes, "My husband just hung up on me to talk to you." She goes, "What is what? And what's happening?" I'm like, well, I'm lovable. I'm sorry. Uh, that's just the way things are. So, uh, well, I'll tell you what, we're going to dive right into it because we, we left you. We had talked a lot about Disneyland. We had gotten into the hotels, gotten into the food, gotten into some of the things that we really enjoyed out there. But we, like we said, we want to take you completely through the DDP Disneyland family vacation. And at the end of this episode, we've got a very special announcement coming up for the next Disney uh, DDP Disney uh, family trip um, where we'll be going. And uh, so we'll chat about that at the end of this episode of Wales, uh, as well. So stick around for that. Um, but boys, let's jump into it. So I want to start with this. You know, one thing you will never see me do at Walt Disney World is rope drop. It is one thing I do at Disneyland. Mike, do you agree with me that rope dropping at Disneyland, I think, is more essential and easier than doing it at Walt Disney World? Uh, I'll go with the easier part essential i don't know i'm gonna I'd, I'd argue with you on that one because we pretty much got everything done that we wanted to get done there was nothing that i said if we would have rope dropped we wouldn't be able to do that with using the genie plus and using all the lightning lane stuff we were able to really accomplish a lot we were stacking rides one after another um and as like i said before when we talked about the crowd and and with the restaurants not being that crowded the parks weren't that crowded so even when we did have to wait for something i don't think it was that long of a wait we were able to kind of get on and, and um and you know i didn't see anything more than 25 30 40 minutes for some stuff so so even the stuff that we didn't do the lightning lanes for, we were able to get on and just do a, you know wait around the park for a little while, kill some time during the day. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I'll, I'll say it's definitely easier. Essential? I don't know. I'd, I'd have to go with you, uh, blow for blow on that one. So well, let, let me let me preface because I don't think I explained it correctly. The reason I say essential is because you did nail it with the genie plus and being able to just stack lightning lanes throughout the day. But unlike Walt Disney World, you have to be in the parks to start your lightning lanes. Mm-hmm. To start doing Genie Plus. So even if you're at the hotel, like if you just want to lay by the pool and you don't go over until noon, now you can't do your first Genie Plus. You can't even book it until you scan into the park. So that's where my mindset goes as far as rope drop you. with the park. Mm-hmm. That makes even sense. if you that literally sense. rope drop, Mike, go in and make the first Genie Plus and then walk out because they don't know you've left. Sure. So then you could be wherever you want still stacking lightning lights throughout the day. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm yeah, saying? No, I agree. I, no, no, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. That was a little bit of a drawback on having to go in to start your, you know, your lightning lanes for the day. Um, but yeah, no, I, like I said, I, I was, I know you guys did a lot of rope dropping. We kind of slept in a little bit, but um, I definitely see where I, the rope dropping makes it more beneficial if you really want to maximize your day. Yeah, actually, it was funny because they dropped the rope for me, but they actually held the rope up for Dan to keep him out. So that was the good <laughs> part. Uh, Dan, we had some issues with some tickets. Uh, for me and you, um, yeah. 
and I went and did mine, I think, the night before, or the next day. I, I talked my way into the park, Yeah, and uh, they, they held you out of the park. Yeah. I Well, again, I agree with you. You know, it's essential for that whole Genie Plus selection. Now, I, I don't know if there's a way to get around that. Like, I don't know if I could take all five of my family's magic bands and try to scan into the park i don't know if they would let no, you they're not gonna let you no so you're not gonna let you do so there's o- only way to be able to get going on your genie pluses is for everyone to get out of bed and go go scan in and then you know and then just take your time basically because the one complaint i had about early entry with disneyland was that all the rides weren't open yeah so that's true. so that was that was a little bit frustrating for me because you know as you know, being a Disney resort guest, you know, I get the perk of being in the parks. I expected everything to be open. And, you know, when we walked into Disneyland for that first day, you know, I, you, you saw that a lot of the places were kind of cut off. You couldn't go to certain areas because the rides weren't open there yet. And, you know, I, I guess shame on me. I should have done a little more homework. I didn't know every ride that was open, but we went to like one ride uh, that was a little bit of a walk and didn't realize it wasn't open yet. And then we walked all the way over there and, it was like, sorry, you know, you can't come in here. I think it was in Toontown to go see or do Mickey and Minnie's. Okay. And gotcha. uh, you know, we you know, you had to wait until eight o'clock to to be able to walk down to Toontown. So again, that that was the one thing I didn't like. Uh, but to be able to get into that park and start using Genie Plus, because you could either get Genie Pluses immediately or you could just use them and then edit them and then like stack them for later in the day. Yeah, and also I think it's easy too because you can rope drop. Let's say rope drops. I think the one morning we did was seven thirty, and I threw it out there the day before for all because we had a we had a group chat going on for everyone out there. I was like, well, I'm rope dropping tomorrow. Who's joining me? And we had a big group. We probably had what forty of us, you know, something like that, forty or fifty that all showed up to rope drop when we went and did Radiator Springs Racers. And um, look, if I'm rope dropping a seven thirty uh, park open at Walt Disney World, especially like Magic Kingdom. I'd le- I'd legitimately probably have to wake up at what six, get ready, be on a bus by six thirty, just to make sure, like in line at six thirty for the bus, right? To get over there to make sure I'm there and plenty of time to to rope drop. Here we're uh, seven thirty. I walked out of my hotel room at seven fifteen, yeah, and was able to just walk over there. So I, that's that's where my mindset goes with. It's much easier to rope drop Disneyland. It's much, I think, I think it's essential just because the Genie Plus system. And it's so weird, too, because it was funny watching a lot of the DDP family coming from the East Coast out. I think it was Anker sent me a message, and he's like, yeah, I'm just going to stack, you know, on the plane. And I'm like, you can't stack on the plane, man. You have to wait till you get there. He's like, oh, that's right. I forgot. It's just weird that they would have, you know, different rules for out there than they have for Walt Disney World. A little strange. I like it. I like it though that you do can't you start like making. It? I do because that way you know the Justin Suiters out there can't be sitting by the pool all day, me. and then just keep making selections while they're you know. So it, it is a it is a nice little perk for those who like to get up early and get to the parks. So I'm going down. I'll be in Walt Disney World a couple of weeks, and uh, the first day we go down, I'll be. Um, <laughs> I won't get down there till like maybe. Let's see, Riley gets out of school at two. I'm already pulling Riley like seven days or eight days this year for vacation. So um, that letter Riley, is going to be coming. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to have my meeting. That's for sure. Uh, so I get out of like, Riley gets out of like two. And so tell me, get in the car, drive down. Mike, it's five and a half, six hours. Mm-hmm. Get down there. I told Katie, and Magic Kingdom's open on midnight that night. So realistically, we'd probably be MK by 8 30, something like that, 8 30 or 9 at the latest. 
I was like, should I get Genie Plus and just stack and keep modifying all day long? And by the time we get there from like nine to midnight, it just would like have like six or seven attractions just ready to roll. And she's That'd like, I nice. don't know. You <laughs> know what I mean? How like, tired you are? Nah, I won't be tired. Uh, I I brokered a deal today uh, with the people that m- my best friend here in Charleston. The, we do car line, we carpool, and I brokered a deal to where they're going to do all the mornings and I'm going to do all the afternoons for this <laughs> year. So I'm like, yes, this is awesome, man. This is so good <laughs> because school starts at 720 this year. It starts so <laughs> early. Um, so I want to talk about Rope Drop. Hey, let's get into the shows because the main portion of the show is going to be about the attractions. So let's get into the shows really quickly. Um, Dan, I'm going to start with you because I was with you for the uh, fireworks in Disneyland and then Mike I'll come to you and we'll we'll talk about World of Color and all that. Very very unique watching fireworks in Disneyland. We actually watched them from over by the Haunted Mansion where Fantasmic is right there on the, on the uh, Rivers of America. And it's very unique and very cool in the aspect of they project the same projections that they are putting on the castle over onto the water sprays that they would do phantasmic. So you can sit over there, see the fireworks, and still see the projections and hear the music. Dan, that's something you had never experienced before. I'd done that there before. That's why I kind of knew to go there. Um, makes you wonder why they don't do that at Walt Disney World to disperse the crowd. Yeah, I mean, we actually saw it, the, I think, the night before, because they that's not the only place they project it. They project it over by It's a Small World as well right. on the other yeah. side of the park. So, I mean, it's really nice to be able to, you know, not have to, like, scope out a spot right in front of the castle. Now, I guess with that being said, though, I think this is it's a little different here in Disneyland because the castle's not quite as big. So they can't, you know, the projections aren't going to show so well. And I actually, I don't even know what they look like in front of the castle because we never even watched them in front of the castle this time. Uh, we were at It's a Small World one time, and then we were over... Uh, near where they did Fantasmic uh, the other night with you guys. So I don't even know what it looks like in front of the castle. But the fact that you could be in multiple places of the park and still see the nighttime spectacular, I think, is great. Yeah, because that was the night that that was our last night there. Um, and we kind of hung out there because we had an Ogas, you know, later yep. later that evening. Uh, Mike, did you get to see the fireworks there in Disneyland? Uh, no, not from not from a actual viewing point. Just kind of, you know, we were hitting a lot of the rides. Um, I think we saw some of the fireworks from when we were over by Space Mountain. Um, we didn't focus so much on the fireworks there. I was really looking forward to the world of color. Yeah. Uh, Disney, I would say this, Magic Kingdom fireworks better than Disneyland fireworks. Yes, I would agree. Yeah. Uh, but let's move on to something we were all at. We did a dessert party. A lot of the DDP family joined us, and uh, we did it for World of Color. I was this was I had I had some like key key moments in my brain to where I found myself like watching YouTube and not watching the show because there were certain things that you get at Disneyland you don't get anywhere else and World of Color is one of those and the fact that I was able to you know kind of sit there with you guys and you know you have this first time experience made it really enjoyable for me knowing what was coming I love World of Color. For those of you who don't know what World of Color is, it is a projection light show that's all based around water, all based around fountains. Um, they use some of the attractions around there, like the Incredicoaster as well. Uh, lots of um, great music, uh, movies throughout Disney history. Really, really well done. Mike, World of Color, what did you have in your head, and did it meet or, or, or you know, go above the expectations you kind of had? 
I had no I had no previous notion of what it was going to be. I didn't want to watch any spoiler videos. I, I, I knew nothing going in, so I was kind of going there with a complete empty slate. Uh, same thing, wife and kids had no idea what it was. I just knew it was some kind of water show. That was the extent of it. And um, I knew we had some good seats to watch it, so I was very excited for that, and I was pumped. Um, very super cool. I mean, it's got that little bit of a mix of Fantasmic, you know, how it has the water projections and stuff like that we would see over in, you know, over in Hollywood Studios. But... Um, more movie theming, kind of like how they did some of the stuff in uh, in Epcot on the water with some mm-hmm. of the movie stuff. I mean, it's kind of like a mixture of everything. Um, really, really cool. When they had the Star Wars stuff and they would have the Star Wars projections on the screen and the different color lights to match the mood. I mean, it was super cool. I really, really liked it a lot. Girls loved it. I think the dessert party is a great way to go to see that, especially if you're uh, not a regular California person going out there on the regular basis, kind of like how we are, where we just kind of were able to you know, make it a one- you know, a, a, a unique trip. I think it was a fantastic way to actually go out there and see that and uh, make it a memorable experience. Yeah, I mean the dessert party itself. Like, I love dessert parties. I think they're I think they're great. I don't do them a lot in Walt Disney World just because I'm there so often. But when we look at Disneyland, I think it's I think it's worth every penny. And also the fact that you have prime viewing location. The desserts were fun. They were good. Um, you get two drinks per person. Um, if you're over 21, they can be two alcoholic drinks. Um, under 21 of course you get as much as you want as far as like sodas stuff like that uh dan the dessert party really worked out really well they actually and i will give them a lot of credit because you know we had booked the host all together right and then we announced the ddp family hey we're doing this if anybody wants to join disneyland we kind of let them know when we checked in that we were all together they actually put us all together. I don't know how they did it, but they like went in, adjusted things, and put their entire group all in a line. Yeah, and we had like I think we had some of the best seats, like you know front and center. We were on the high tops too, so it was really nice. And like I said, I love the show. I didn't I didn't do anything beforehand. I saw it because I wanted to be surprised. I didn't want to see it beforehand. I thought it was a great show. Um, the dessert party, I thought it was completely worth it because again, you didn't have to wait. You know for an hour and a half trying to scope out a spot and plus even on top of that it didn't look anywhere in california adventure like there was a really good spot to just kind of veg out and and Mm -hmm. be able to see it so i mean i thought this is like the perfect time to do a dessert party the only thing i didn't like about the dessert party i don't know if this is a california thing or maybe a post-covid california thing but usually most of the dessert parties i've been to it's usually like you go serve yourself oh like a buffet yeah, and they just brought you a plate of of sweets, which is like, don't bring me a whole plate of sweets because if you put something in front of me, I'm probably gonna eat the whole darn thing, and you know. So I didn't like that part of it, but again, like the the, the sweets were good, everything was good. Um, you know, the the, the cast members were great because they were on us constantly if we needed a new drink or anything like that, and the show was fantastic. Yeah, we got a great picture that night, um, and I, look, I I, I really enjoy World of Color for me. Why in the world? How in the world? Do they not do something like this at Animal Kingdom? Yeah. I mean, why not? Mike, it's perfect. I mean, the they have the lagoon, you already have stadium mm-hmm. stadium seating. Yeah. Put in something like this. Are you kidding me? Really? It's perfect. Yeah, I mean, there's no fireworks. 
No, I, I mean, is there any possibility that it would disturb the animals? I don't think so. You know what I mean? No, it's, come on. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, it's a stretch. I'm just trying to think yeah. of any possible reason they could use to not do it. Um, I mean, they've had some of those those color shows there before. I mean, they've done stuff there. Um, I said, I know their only excuse for not doing the fireworks there is because of the animals, obviously. But that show doesn't involve any fireworks. You know, it's just obviously, you know, lighting stuff and, and water stuff. Like I said, you have the theater there. You have the water there. It's a it's missing a really good nighttime show. I don't get a choice if my neighbor mows their yard at like 7 in the morning. You know what I mean? I have to deal with it. A little adversity in life. Baboons having adversity in life may help them. You know what I mean? It may help the cause. You may move up the food chain if you had just a little more adversity. Okay? Um, and I think a nighttime show with a little noise may be good for you. Oh, Gibbons over at Gibbons Point. I think they put a little sound up there. You know, Gibbons, they're so loud that you can hear their screams like up to a mile and a half away. Do you think they do you think they they put out a notice beforehand before they start yelling? No. <laughs> do a water feature, play some music. Gibbons are fine. Gibbons are fine. Uh, Animal Kingdom needs this. Um, World of Color for me is awesome. I love it. If you've never been out there, it's worth going out to see it. Really impressive. I I I really I give it two thumbs up, Dan. I think it's really a great show. No, I love the the backdrop too. You have the Incredicoaster and the uh, the Pixar Pal around in the in the background. So I mean, again, a gorgeous backdrop. The show was great. Um, yeah, I I had a great time and I loved it. All right, boys, let's get into the knit and grit. Knit knit is it knit and gritty? No, knit and gritty. Nitty, nitty gritty. Hold on, what is it? What were you gonna say, Mike? It's knit and gritty, I it was right? Knit and gritty. Yeah. Is it nitty gritty? I thought it was nitty gritty. Actually, now that he says that, I think he's right. I hate to admit that because you know, but I think it's nitty gritty. I don't think it's even. I always even a stop clock is right twice a day. Remember, n- knitting. I like knitting gritty better though. I'm checking the old Google now. Let's What's see. the gritty? Isn't that a dance that like football players do now? They hit the gritty. No. What's that called, Dan? You have boys. Uh, uh You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do, and I can't think of the name of it either. Anyway, I'm too old. I'm too old. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Mike? Nitty gritty. Nitty gritty. Oh, man, I hate when he's right. It's just the worst. Let's move <laughs> into attractions. Let's just move on, and we'll, we'll edit that part out um, where he's right. We edit all the parts where Dan's right out. Um, let's move over There's, to, to... There won't be a lot of whole lot of editing tonight. <laughs> it's going to be a clean show. Clean show. Uh, so let's move over to attractions, because I think that's the main thing Disneyland really um, people want to know about, like whenever they go. You know, it is a theme park. And I think the easiest way to do this is just take it park by park. And I think, really, let's start at DCA. Um, look, not really going to compare and contrast. We'll do that on a future show at some point where we'll take attraction by attraction and really do a compare and contrast. But I want to talk about just the attractions in general. There, Just so everyone knows, there are more attractions at Disneyland and Disney California Adventure than all four Walt Disney Parks combined. So we have a lot to talk about. We're not going to go into every single attraction, but we're going to talk about really the big stuff here. And I'm going to start right back there where I can see on Dan's backdrop, and we're talking about going over to Pixar Pier. Um, some of the great uh, rides for the little, little ones are over there um, as far as uh, kind of the swings and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, inside Out, they've, they've, they've got an attraction. But I want to talk about the Incredicoaster because this is something that I think Walt Disney World is kind of missing. Um, Dan, the Incredicoaster, first attraction you and I rode whenever we were there, rode together at least, uh, was the Incredicoaster. This is a old school classic uh, kind of boardwalk style, you know, Coney Island roller coaster with the Incredibles and Pixar theming all throughout. 
Yeah, and you know what? I'll be honest. I kind of expected it to be that, like a boardwalk style roller coaster. I expected it to be rough. I expected it to just be okay, and I thought it was great. Like I thought it was a really good ride. I thought it was smooth. It was really fast, and like it was definitely one of my favorites. So that this one surprised me because again, I, like I I pictured that like boardwalk style roller coaster, and I thought it was an older roller coaster. So I kind of expected more of a rough ride, and I thought it was great. Mike, and credit coaster is something. I mean, if you think about it, we have what Slinky, we have Everest. Um, as far as like outdoor roller coasters, nothing like this on the East Coast. This is what Tron should have been. Oh, okay, perfect. So I have not ridden Tron as of right now. I'll, I'll ride it here in a couple of weeks. What's better in your mind? Oh, like, Incredi Coaster. Incredi. We went on Incredi Coaster. Not even close. We went on Incredi Coaster. I want to say between seven and nine times, I would say, between me and the girls. We loved it that mm-hmm. much. We would constantly go on. It was super easy to get, um, you know, to get um, the uh, lightning lane passes for. It was po- constantly popping up. It was always available within an hour or two. Um, plus, there's quite a few times where we were able to just get on and walk right on. It was maybe a yeah. 10 or 15-minute wait, so we just wound up doing that. Um, so, yeah, I would say we probably did it about seven times, between seven and nine times. We, we just got on and got on. And sometimes we'd walk up, and it was a 10-minute wait, and it was like, I just walk right on again, and I couldn't believe such a great roller coaster had such a little, you know, wait time. But um, but we did it quite a bit. Were um, you? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Tron was good, but obviously, like you know, and I'm like, you know, no spoilers, Tron's a lot shorter. You know, it was a quick ride, and Tron was a, a fun ride, but, you know, different position. You're not doing the upside down and that kind of stuff. And Credit Coaster was, you know, it was the only thing I can think of that I could possibly relate it to a shorter version. I mean, it's a longer version of Rock and Roller Coaster. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Um, same kind of smoothness, same kind of, you know, loops and, you know, speed. But, um, but I, yeah, I think if Rock and Roller Coaster was a couple of minutes longer and outside, it'd probably be the same. But, um, but other than that, that's, it's, it's definitely a unique ride. It was great for California Adventure and uh, something we loved. And also, it's great because, like, the story with it is fantastic where you're, you know, kind of trying to, trying to catch, uh, catch the baby, Jack-Jack um, mm-hmm. from, mm-hmm. from The Incredibles. And, you know, you kind of have each of The Incredibles sitting there and, uh, and playing their own part of this. And it's really, really well done. I mean, it's, like you said, it's fun. It's fast. Uh, right, Katie and I had never been able to ride this together because Riley was too little last time we were out there. And Riley's a thrill junkie, so she absolutely adored this. Like, like, like you, same as you, Mike, we rode mm-hmm. this probably six or seven times while mm-hmm. we were out there. You know, we're able to genie plus it or lightning lane it and then also just walked on a couple times. Wait would be 20 minutes? Yeah. Crazy. I mean, absolutely crazy. So, uh, in Credit Coaster... Huge thumbs up for me. Uh, really, really an awesome attraction. Loved it. And a huge part. They did such a good job there with Pixar Pier. Hey, Let's move as over. We're, as yeah. we're talking about this right now, I'm looking at it. The wait's 15 minutes. <laughs> See, that's and it's 4.30. 4.30 p.m. on the West Coast right now. Yeah. That's, crazy. In, that, that's crazy. Why, why do you think that is? I, well, I, like we said before, it's more of a locals park, so you don't have... Is many in play. You only have three Disney resorts, you know, surrounding right. that park. And I know you have you, you have the good neighbor hotels too, but I just don't think you have quite as many people. It's just not as busy as Disney World. I don't feel like people anyone gets in a rush out there either. No. You know, uh, let's talk about the Mickey Wheel of Death, uh, Dan. I did not ride this, Mike. Did you ride this? 
I did, and I didn't do the. I did the stationary car. You did the, the stationary, one, okay? Yeah, we didn't do the one that goes the, the the back and forth, flip around kind of thing. We did the somewhat stationary one. Uh, Mickey Will of Death. Dan, give me the official name. Uh, it's the Pixar Pal Around. Okay, uh, and and I you did, did it. So too. you talk yes. talk me through it, okay? So, well, I, I actually I think it was a, it, I can't remember it was after one of the the meetups or something like that, and I know the kids all wanted to do it. So at first I thought it was just going to be the kids that were doing it, and then Sarah Castana was riding it, and I'm like, you know what, I I, I got to go see what this is all about. So I went on to we had like eight of us in the in the in the in the cage of death, so to speak, uh, which I think contributed to us moving around a lot. <laughs> and <laughs> so, you know, you, you had a lot of weight in there. So like when you're moving, we definitely swung a bit. And like, I really don't think it was that bad. I mean, there was a lot of screaming with the kids and stuff like that because you do swing back and forth. But there's there are no restraints. There's no seat belts. You know, they do their homework on this. So if they were really needed, there would be, you know, seat belts in there. There's not seat belts. It's just, uh, you know, it's just a fun ride back and forth. It, it wasn't that bad. I enjoyed it. Uh, and like I said, the minute or the, the wait time wasn't too bad. I think we waited like maybe 20 minutes. Um, so it wasn't really that bad. And I, the, the wait time for the non-swinging ones, though, is usually shorter. Yeah, I would say it's probably half half the time, wouldn't you, Mike, as far as wait times? I, w- I would say. I would say so. I got on. We actually got on the wrong line first, and we wound up getting <laughs> on the swinging yeah. ones. You should have so won the swinging one. <laughs> well, I should have, but I wasn't going to convince Laura to do that. So I wound up having to get back offline and um, go to the non-swinging ones. Um, so our our weight was kind of doubled on that because we kind of you know our mistake. You know, we didn't you know failure to read the signs, so we got on the wrong line. And um, but yeah, it wasn't too bad. I think it was 15 minutes for the swinging ones, and maybe 10 or 15 minutes for the uh, about the same from when I went. For the uh, non-swinging ones, so you know it was worth. It was definitely worth the wait. It's you know it's hey, fantastic view from up top. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm not getting on Mickey's Wheel of Death. I'm not. Uh, yeah. I've done it once before, and I'll never do it again. Um, it was funny because I was like, Dan, I'm going to get a beverage if you'd like to join me. He was like, I think I'm. At first, you're like, Yeah, I'm going with you, and then you're like, No, I think I'll ride. I'm like, yeah. Have fun. Uh, <laughs> me and me and Jen. I think Katie went with Cat Dupree and the girl and uh, Sophia and and they went to go ride the Inside Out ride and and it was like me and Jen and John Castano uh, and I think the uh, the Moors were with me and we just all went sitting had a drink and just had a nice little conversation while you were on that scary wheel. Um, so like, if you want to, if you it huh? was like nine it was like nine thirty in the morning, Justin. I was still on East Coast time. <laughs> so <laughs> it's afternoon. <laughs> Actually, that's what I told the girl when I ordered it, too. I was like, I'm from the East Coast. It's 1230. She, she's like, no judgment here. You're, in, you're on vacation. Have fun. <laughs> so it's all good. Um, so anyway, so th- look, Pixar Pier, really, really well done. There is some other rides there that you can, you can try out. Um, of course, you can check those out. Let's move over to Radiator Springs. And Mike, this was what I was most excited for you to see as a car guy as someone who likes the cars movies um i i'd be hard pressed to find another land that they did as good a job on i mean probably galaxy's edge would be like the only equivalent to this mm-hmm. but that is a uh, galaxy's edge comes from <laughs> It's a weird thing to say. It comes from real life. Um, you know, it's like <laughs> humans. <laughs> it's, you know, it's not like cartoons. Radiator Springs is based off a cartoon, and you walk into Radiator Springs. So before we talk about Radiator Springs racers, just 
walking down the street and the cozy cone and flows and everything that's there, when you first saw it, what was your first thought of that? Uh, it was super cool. It was almost cartoonish, you know. Um, yeah. It was it it really transported you to the movies. I get the same kind of feeling when I do walk into Galaxy's Edge. I kind of like that, you know, at the just the way the pavement is laid out, the way the sounds are. Same thing there, you know. You if you're Listen, I'm a Cars fan, and I know a lot of kids are Cars fans. If you're a Cars fan and you walk into that area, you can't be—you're overwhelmed by how amazing it is, what a beautiful architecture they put into the place, all the small little details that they that they that they did. I mean, you know, we all know Disney does the details perfectly, and they really did—they really outdid themselves when it comes to that whole Radiator Springs area. Um, I loved every minute of it. I could spend hours in there just kind of looking and looking at little details and little little facts and little you know twerks and stuff that you see. So I liked it a lot. It was it was super cool. I I like that area. It was probably one of my, you know, I mean, obviously, if, if I hadn't been to Galaxy's Edge in Disney World, then I would say Galaxy's Edge would have been my favorite place. But as of <clears throat> being taking Galaxy's Edge aside, that was definitely one of my favorite areas that I got to see. I like that better than the Marvel area over in, um, you know, in Disneyland. Uh, so, Dan, you, neither one of you guys had ever done this attraction, but you've done Test Track at Epcot many, many, many times over. If you're comparing the two, roll me through Radiator Springs Racers and your opinion on that attraction, knowing just what you know off of Test Track. What was my opinion of it? Yeah. I mean, I loved it. I mean, my so my boys love Test Track. It's probably one of their favorite rides. And I th- but I think really what they love about it most is the whole aspect of them creating a car. <clears throat> so I think I think that's what they love the most about it. You know, you obviously don't get to do that here, but like what you get to do is you, you're you're outside pretty much the whole time, and you know you have you know some some movie scenes uh, from Cars as well. But I mean, this is so much more fun because you're at, and plus you you have another car next to you, so you're essentially racing each other throughout the ride, and it's the experience is ten times better in my opinion. Mike, this thing is legitimately. One of the best attractions. If, if 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 we were to sit down and make a top ten, and we're including Disneyland and Walt Disney World, I think this makes my top ten. Radiator Springs Racers, <clears throat> uh, certainly top five for sure. Um, it was. I know we've said it before. There's a couple of other rides that are similar, but it's like Test Track on steroids. I mean, yeah. it was just really amped up. Uh, the length of the actual ride, the purpose behind the ride, the animatronics that you get to see when you're inside or, you know, with the other cars that come to life. Super, super cool. The little theming that you get from room to room when you're going around in there. Um I'm not a big fan of the test track redo. I mean, obviously, it's fun to, you know, building your own car kind of thing. But I feel like the ride itself lost its identity because, you know, the old test track was, you know, you go to the GM plant, you're, you know, your test dummy and the whole bit. I kind of feel like it lost its identity a little bit when you when you actually do the ride. I think they rethemed the beginning of the test track ride, but they didn't do such a good job with retheming the other side. I like the old version of test track better. That's just my personal opinion. This made sense from beginning to end, and it was super cool. Uh, everything in it made sense. The whole storyline went behind it and um i i really loved it a lot i think it was really cool uh let's move over to grizzly river run i did not i have to admit i've ridden it before i did not ride that that this trip yeah dan before we move on we we have to mention which, which you know again my boys loved cars so i mean i was ecstatic with this whole area but at eight o'clock every night when they oh, turned yeah. the lights on i mean that was like 
so cool. I think we've we probably did it like two or three nights where we wanted to be there, you know, walking down the street there when they start playing that shaboom song and then they start you know, slowly <laughs> turning on the lights for all the all the neons. It was it was such a cool experience. I loved it. I wish they would have waited until it was a little darker out because I think it would have had more pop to it. Yeah. But it was still really cool to be down there uh, when they turned the lights on. Yeah, DCA tends to close earlier than Disneyland, too, so maybe that's one reason why they did it a little bit early. But I do agree, if they had yeah. waited just an extra 30 minutes, it probably would have popped a little more, um, been been a lot better. I only did it the one night when we walked over, and we were in a huge hurry. Remember, Katie kept jumping off and trying to see characters and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm like, let's go. It's, they're going to turn the lights <laughs> on. we got to be there. Um, Grizzly River Run, I didn't, I didn't do it this trip. I've done it before. I think both you guys did it, though. Um, kind of, kind of a little bit like Cali. Uh, what's your opinion on on it, Mike? Um, you know, it's a water raft ride. I mean, there was yeah. nothing super spectacular about it. Um, I didn't get soaking wet on it, which was nice. It wasn't too, it wasn't too terrible. I've gotten when I've done Cali, I've gotten super wet and not so wet. So this time I didn't get that wet. We did it on our, I think it was our on one of our last days. We were planning on doing a pool day or just a relaxing day. And it was one of the last rides we did because we walked right back through the hotel and then got changed. So um, we saved that for the last day last time, and it was good. It was you know it was enjoyable. The theming on it was cool, and um, you know the girls the girls love those rapid rides, so we had to get it in. And it was good. Uh, another another attraction I didn't do, Dan. I think you did it. Was Soren? Did you do Soren while you're out there? I didn't. I'm so mad that I we didn't get on it. Uh, I know the first couple of days it was still down for refurbishment. It was, yeah. So I want to say it opened on that Saturday. So it was only open the last two days, and we kept saying we were going to get back there and, and go ride it, and we never did. Mike, did you? But I was, I, I was told not. it's the same though. I was told it's, it's the, the same. same. Yeah, it's the same yeah. exact thing. Yeah, yeah. That's. I don't think it, the screen's quite as concave. Concave, convexed, concaved, curvy. Cur- I like it. <laughs> curvy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's move on to the big one. Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Um, this is another one of those that I was excited to chat with you guys about because. You know how great Tower of Terror is. Tower of Terror is an incredible ride. Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, on my opinion, is better. Um, Dan, we took over this. DDP took over. (laughs) A couple of times. A couple of times. uh, And we would throw it in the chat. And people showed up, and we had like 21 of us, I think. And you had like the exact number you could get in in a lift yep. and got like a, just an epic picture um what was your take the first time let's move back because you probably i'm gonna say you probably rode this eight to nine times i'm guessing yeah yeah this one we probably rode the most i think um i love tower of terror uh i love the ride it's it's very fun and oddly enough like jen hates this ride so like she hates tower of terror for whatever reason when she went down in june uh, she went down to Florida with uh, Emmett and her sister, and they did their own little Disney trip. Emmett somehow talked her into going into on to Tower of Terror, like for the first time in like four years, and she loved it. She's like, you know what, this wasn't so bad. So I was glad that happened. So it it got her on Guardians, uh, with without much you know push, uh, this year. And it was, it while I love Tower of Terror, it's a fun ride. Guardians just makes it so much more fun because it brings the movie in and it's just like a fun experience. And it seemed to me like the the the, the drops and the and the shooting up and everything, it seemed 
like more frequent compared to Tower of Terror. I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was just seeing the different movie scenes or the or like the you know the characters throughout on each floor. But I absolutely love this ride, and, and it pains me to say that I agree with you. I think it's better than Tower of Terror. Mike, you drop over twice the length of time than you do in Tower of Terror at Walt Disney World. What was your take on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout? Uh, Guardians is definitely better. I was I was like a childhood giddy the entire time. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> it was. It's hard to explain unless you've experienced. It's hard to say how much more of a fun ride it is. I mean, obviously, Tower of Terror is a fun, thrilling ride. This was more of a fun ride. Like you, like you were having a good time with the Guardians. It was just you know their whole humor, their whole stick. Um, they're great when it comes to incorporating them into rides in Disney. I mean, obviously, they do a fantastic job over in Epcot, and they did a great job with it over in you know Disneyland. And um, I, I was like a childhood. I was I was giddy with emotions when it came to doing that. I I got off there belly laughing on how great it was uh it's uh, go ahead dan yeah i was gonna i was gonna say i i was able to talk jen into going on this ride and she loved it she thought it was great we were on one time by ourselves i think we were waiting to meet with you you were waiting to meet with me about to riding credit coaster of all things yeah and and all of a sudden like we were in the middle of the ride going up and down on numerous floors and all of a sudden the ride comes to a complete halt and and Jen was freaking out because we were we were in this position for probably a good 15, 20 minutes. And they really didn't tell us much. They got on and said, hey, we can see you. If you have any questions, you know, just ask. So people were asking questions and they said nothing. So, like, everyone was freaking out. You know, they're, we're sitting in there. I'm taking selfies with me and the boys and Jen and we're all smiling and she's, like, freaking out. Well, come to find out what happened was is there was a, a teenage kid on the other side that was I guess when he got on the ride he had he put his seatbelt on but he like took all the slack out tucked it underneath him so then when the ride started like he had like I he must have like flown up out of his seat and that's why they completely stopped the ride and you know finally after about 15 minutes they came in they pointed to the teenage kid they said you come with me and they took him off and then a couple minutes later his parents came off and then they basically said, give us five minutes. We'll let you guys ride again. They let us ride again, and we were good. And then as we were walking out, they were, it, looks like, it looked like they were, they were escorting, uh, unfortunately, that family out because that kid uh, did something he wasn't supposed to do. What a moron. <laughs> yes. Really like, dumb. Not the, not the best decision. Let me make it to where I remove all – although, you know what? I can't say a lot. You guys know this about me. I like in credit coaster. I leave the harness as loose as possible. I'll even puff up my chest a little bit, but that's you know. different. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. I agree. I agree. Yeah. But maybe he just look. Maybe he. I, Dan, can you imagine being stuck with me on there? I would have been a mess. <laughs> I would have been. Yeah. They would. It would have said, "Hey, uh, we can hear you. Just uh, asking questions. Like, get me out. Get me out now." <laughs> Well, there was no. there was a gentleman that was that was like that, and when they finally came out and said, "All right, we're going to let you guys ride again," does anyone not want to ride? And there was one guy like, "Get me out of here right now! I'm out of yeah. here." <laughs> that'd be me. I'd be like, "I gotta go. <laughs> I went out." Um, let's move over to look. This is this was a new one for me. I had never done this before. Uh, it was here something I was excuses. really, really I want to hear it. Really excited about. Mike Web Slingers, a Spider-Man adventure, new attraction out at Disneyland California Adventure. Um, this is Toy Story Midway Mania on steroids, I think. Yeah, 
yeah, that's the best way to explain it. Uh, our probably our you know Laura's not a roller coaster person, so I would definitely say it was our family ride that we all love the most. Uh, Laura loved doing it. Obviously, when you have competition between the family, you know who can get the higher score, who you know who can do the best, um, you know who slapped the other one in the face so that they can't do that, who's holding the other one's hand while you're trying to do stuff. So you know it becomes that family competition. It was definitely our overall family's absolute favorite ride to do together, and I want to say we probably did that about three or four times also. Um, we, we got we, we did it every time we could. We would always get the lightning lane for it. If we saw there was a little bit of a wait, we had a couple of lightning lanes that were canceled. You know, one of those kind of things where a ride went mm -hmm. down. They gave us a free pass to do something else, and we wound up using that, even though we brought it earlier during the day. Um, awesome, awesome, awesome. We loved it so much. That was definitely our family's favorite ride. Um, I wish they had that over here in Disney World because uh, we would go on it as a family all the time. Uh, you know, I rode. I rode with Riley and the Rossi boys took off, man, and they did their thing. And a lot of times they would just go, but we rode all of us and, uh, she wanted nothing to do with us. So I rode sitting next to Dan. I think that was the morning we rope dropped. Actually, we rode that. Um, and Dan's a cheater. I was scoring like crazy. I was doing my thing and Dan started smacking my arms and smacking my hands. And you know, I, I, I was giving you credit. I thought you were actually going to come clean finally. For what? <laughs> I thought you were going to tell the truth. I, that is the truth. Uh-huh. So the, so the truth is Justin was getting angry because, the, you know, there's multiple sections, Mike. You know, you have one, <laughs> section one, you have a score, then you go to section two, mm -hmm. and Justin kept falling behind. So and I think at that point, at one point, he, were you like in last place or was you I don't want to talk about it. No, I don't, I don't remember so, this. Don't so... So he at that point, that's when he was. He didn't slap my hands. He grabbed my hands and pulled them down, so I could not sling webs uh, on the next time. So, uh, but I still ended up beating him in that in that whole section. Unfortunately, right. it caused me to lose to, to lose to my wife, which was uh, very emasculating. I didn't appreciate that. <laughs> I I I didn't understand, Mike. The I was going for accuracy um, <laughs> instead of pure numbers, so I was doing it extremely slow. And then I look over. And Dan is like this lunatic. His arms are moving so fast, I can't even see him. Um, you know, it's just insanity what was happening next to me. And so I, I didn't understand the premise of the attraction. So now that I've got it, I would definitely win. Like, there's no question. Moving over to Disneyland. Uh, look, this is the one that... There's so many great attractions. It is the park where Walt walked. It is so special, so unique that I think unless you are out there, and Jeff Barnes put it perfectly, that you have to be there to experience it. You have to be there to really get it. Um, this is one of those places that I was excited for both of you to try out, both of you to experience. So let's start with the core. Let's start with the keys uh, to Disneyland. That This is the park where you really get a lot of stuff that is both in Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Let's start with Pirates of the Caribbean. Mike, this is your attraction. You love it. Um, tell me about your first time experiencing pirates in Disneyland. Well, obviously it was 
you know, we've all said it's longer, you know, and the, all of the skeleton stuff that you get to see before. Um, you know, I went the, the first night that we got there, we did, you know, we did the Hollywood tour the whole day. And I had a little bit of time that night because Disneyland was open so late. I think it was open to like one or two in the morning. And um, I think we were over at Disney, uh, Disney, um, downtown Disney, having a couple of drinks. And we said, we got to go in there. And the first ride we did, one of the most important things we did, I believe, uh, you know, the, the great Rick Reagan was with, was, was with us the first night. So he got to experience me going on that for the first time um super cool i loved it um obviously quite a few scenes are the same you know a lot of it's molded over but you know coming in by we talked about blue bayou you know seeing the people in the restaurant and seeing the the scenes from you know the first house all the way down through all of the skeletons and the skulls and you know the the, the you know the guy at the the, the, the mass of the ship Really, really cool. I loved it. My only knock, and maybe it's just, maybe it's just me. I'm, I'm going with a knock. It didn't have the same smell. Yeah. Interesting. Really? I, you know, when you, when you, well, it had two drops, which was cool. Not the musty, like. No, you know, you get that, after you get that first drop and you get down to the boat scene, you know, where the, yeah. where the cannonballs are going off, you had that strong, it's bromine, you had that strong smell from the water. It just didn't have the same kind of smell to it. That's my only knock to it. I really would have felt like home if it was, if it had that same strong smell. Maybe it was just an off day. Maybe they didn't use the chemicals that day. I don't know. Um. Some of my regular Disneyland people can tell me if it has the same smell or not, but it just didn't have that pirate's smell. That was the one and only thing that was missing. Uh, Dan, pirates, man. It's that you want to talk about special. Woo! So much yeah, fun. So I loved it. Uh, Jen and I went back and forth. We were kind of arguing over this. So, like, I loved it. It was longer. I liked seeing the skeletons at the beginning. It seemed like you were kind of, like, going back in time. You know, you know, they kind of told the story at the beginning and then you go back in time to when the pirates were alive. That's the kind of the gist that I got from it. She didn't like it because it's Pirates of the Caribbean and you're starting in the bayou. She's like, it doesn't make any sense. You know, how are you starting in New Orleans and you're supposed to be Pirates of the Caribbean? I don't know if is this is that because it wasn't originally Pirates of the Caribbean. Was it just pirates when it first came out? I, but either way, I. I love the fact that it was a little longer. It seemed, in my opinion, that it told more of a story than the one does, the one in uh, Florida does. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, let's move over to Haunted. Haunt, Haunted for me is pretty similar. Uh, you get the Hatbox Ghost. Um, not a not a lot of like changes or anything like that. As far as Haunted, I mean, the the cool part is it's the original it's the og you know what i mean so when you're walking to haunted mansion it's it's the original i think one of the coolest parts about haunted mansion in disneyland compared to Walt disney world is you know the the facade like the the actual house itself and you know the stretching room is an actual elevator um that that's used to take you and then you walk underneath the railroad tracks to actually head to the attraction building uh you know mike it's it's a definitely a different experience i would say the queue is a lot different um, as far as the way you enter the house through the front door and I don't know, it's, it's, it's different. I don't know if it's better because we're getting the Hatbox ghost in Walt Disney world. Um, but it's, it's good. Yeah. I, I would say it's pretty much the same. I, other than the Hatbox ghost, which we know is coming very shortly. Um, I didn't see that much of a difference. Um, my, I didn't get to ride it as much as I wanted to. I got to do it the one or two times because um, they had the Haunted Mansion premiere that weekend. So it was shut down for quite a bit where you really couldn't get on it. They had a lot of that roped off for quite a bit of the, um, you know, quite a bit of the days we were there with that whole event going on. Um, surprised it's not doing as great in the box office. I've heard good reviews about it, but it's just, I guess the numbers aren't there. But either way, um, yeah, I would say if you've done it in, you know, 
I wish I was there for an overlay because I know the overlays are much better. You know when they have the uh, when they have the Jack Skellington overlay. Yeah, uh, that that I would really have loved to have seen. Um, I, I think then maybe I would have said, hey, it's better because I got to see the overlay stuff. But as it was now, the regular Haunted Mansion, uh, I would say it's the same. Um, no, Dan, you same thing. It's kind of the same attraction. Yeah, I again with us getting Hatbox, hatbox Ghost, but I thought there was one scene in Florida like the. The that, that stairs scene where the stairs mm-hmm. are all moving yep, around. Yep, yep. You don't you don't get that in California. I mean, I like the facade. I like the building better than I do in Orlando. I you know it just kind of looks a little cooler in my opinion. But uh, I don't know. I, I guess other than other than that stair scene, you know, they are pretty much the same. I kind of like Florida a little better on this one though. Uh, let's move on. I want to talk because we're not going to be able to hit everything. We just want to do kind of the kind of the, the keys uh, to this. Something brand new. You cannot get this in Walt Disney World. It is, once again, an attraction we have in Walt Disney World on steroids, and that's Indiana Jones. Mike, this thing's, I mean, take me through it. This thing's awesome. Yeah, you know, obviously, it's very similar to the dinosaur ride. If you had to compare it to anything, same kind of ride system, same kind of ride vehicle, same kind of, you know, uh, tossing around kind of thing in your seat. But um, as an Indiana Jones fan, I absolutely loved it. Um, Some of those scenes you're going around, um, you know, when you're going through the dinosaur ride to kind of compare it to that, it's kind of dark. Um, There's a lot of stuff that just kind of pops out of nowhere. Stuff pops out of nowhere with this, but this felt like much, much bigger of a studio set. You know, like a grand, like a grand... Um, it's grand stage of stuff. I mean, just the, the the overall size of some of the props and some of the areas you were in were phenomenal. Uh, I really liked it a lot. It was one of those rides that we kept having on our agenda where um, we were trying to get, you know, uh, lightning lanes for it. And we just got, you know, bumped out of it, couldn't get it, had it go down, one of those kind of things. But we were able to get it one of our last days. And uh, I wish it could have ridden it a few more times. I loved it. It was super great. And I hope that, you know, sooner or later, if I ever go back, I'll definitely get to do it a couple more times. They need this in in Disney World, Dan. This thing's, I mean, yeah. like, it's just cool. I mean, like, you're riding through Indiana Jones. Yeah, this was a super fun ride. It's, I think it's a lot better than Dinosaur. This is probably one of the harder uh, Genie Pluses to get. This one's, you know, definitely pushes out time-wise uh, all throughout the day. This one, like, definitely, I don't know if it's sold out. Maybe, like, later in the day it did. But uh, my only one complaint about this ride is, I swear to God, the... Uh, the queue for this was like forever long. It felt like we were walking. Yeah, you walked forever. a long way. Yeah, forever trying to get to the ride. But I, I loved the ride. I thought it was great. I know we all got to ride it one time uh, when we were with Rick uh, one of those nights. Yeah, and, the great Rick Reagan yep. man was like, I've got 37 free <laughs> yeah, uh, fast passes. I was like, let's go. Right. So, yeah, it, it was a really fun ride. I think we got to ride this like two or three times. I uh, absolutely love it. Let's move over to one of the weenies of the park. No, I love that word. Uh Mike, you and I had the pleasure of riding this together, <laughs> and uh, let's just say that I don't know if I'll ever be the same. Actually, right next to me have a uh, cool and heat medicated patch for my back, and it may be because of this attraction. Whenever you guys talk about Space Mountain and the fact that it beats you to death, I kind of, at times, I'm like, I don't really know what they're talking about. For the Matterhorn, man, if you sit in the back, be ready. Mike, very cool attraction. Uh, Bob sleds. You're going down, you know, the mountain. Um, you get some cool throwbacks with the skyway is, is there and stuff like that. What's have your take you, on the Matterhorn? They have a Yeti that works. 
They do have a Yeti that works. That's true. Uh, no, it was. It was the theming was cool. The ride was tough. I'm curious now that you've hit that over forty mark, and I tend to remind you that every week on every episode. Um, maybe your next couple of rides on Space Mountain aren't going to be as comfortable as you said they were, because uh, I know I don't like getting tossed around on that, and I don't see much of a difference between the Matterhorn and Space Mountain. So I know you're going down in a couple of weeks, and now that you've kind of ticked that forty mark, I'd like to see if you still think that the Space Mountain's as good as a ride as you always claimed it to. Let me go explain something to people, okay? I turned my ankle really bad this week. Taped it, iced it, called Anker, make sure everything was good, you know. He's just talking, talking with him. So make sure, you know, medicines take all that. Woke up the next day, could have ran a marathon. I at 40, I'm a medical marvel what I can get done. I I regenerate like a Marvel character. Um, so I don't think that's the case. It's pretty amazing, pretty incredible how I'm doing at 40. So I don't think it's the case. I think just the Matterhorn in general, it's not so much even the back. For gentlemen, it's just not a comfortable ride. It's like riding a, like, like a, like a bull. You know what I mean? It's just, it hurts. Like it just does not feel good. So, uh, it, the Matterhorn for me, it, look, you got to do it. It's a classic attraction. Walt always wanted that in his park. But yeah, I, it's it was a one and done for me. I rode with you, Mike. That was the only time I rode the Matterhorn. Yeah, one and done for me too. Yeah, Dan, did you ride it? Yeah, I did. Like I said, I, I, I expected a little more. I was a little disappointed. I thought it was going to be a little more thrilling, and I, I don't think it was terrible as far as like getting knocked around so much. Uh, I, I I will agree with Mike. I think Space Mountain is worse, but uh, so we'll have to wait and see the next time you ride Space to see how you feel. But. Yeah, Matterhorn. I mean, I wouldn't say I wouldn't ride it again, but I, I wasn't very impressed. This one was definitely not one of my favorites. Uh, I'm going to skip Galaxy's Edge because I just think it's literally it's the exact same thing mm-hmm. yeah. from Florida. Like it's it's they pretty much just took it, put it on a truck, moved it over. You know what amazes me is when people move like full houses on the back of trucks, like <laughs> like big houses. You know, they'll just pick it up at the foundation and move it. Like, that's not possible. It's not a Lego set. You can't do that. But they do. Mike, I want to talk to you because I know you did this. Dan, I don't know if you did or not. I really love this. I think it's super cool. I think it's a great kind of look at Disneyland as, as a whole and, and the stories that make up Disneyland, especially Fantasyland. And that's the Storybook Land Canal Boats. Yeah. Yeah, we how, stum- how cool we, is that? We stumbled on that by accident. That was one of those things we kind of welcome by, and we're like, hmm, what's this? And it was like a five-minute wait, and we jumped on that, and it was a little boat canal ride that went around and had the little lands, and um, it was it was super cool. It had you know little areas from different stories, and uh, I liked it a lot. It was it was you know nice, relaxing, calm, cool ride. It was I think probably one of our family's other favorite rides that we got to do, and we just didn't plan on it. Kind of walked past it and stumbled on it, and we wound up doing it. Yeah, I absolutely love it. We've talked a lot too, Dan, about Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. We all were able to do Mr. Toad's. I think it was the first attraction you did when you arrived. Yep. Yes, it was. Uh, again, like we didn't, we didn't really have a plan going into Disneyland uh, that day, and then that's when I kind of found out there were a couple of rides we couldn't go to. So we were right by Mr. Toad's, and I'm like, "Hey, let's go on this." And like literally, the first thing my boys and Jen said as we walked off that ride, they said. Did we all just die and go to hell? Yeah, that's, that's what it is. That, that's what it is. I'm like, well, I'm like, yeah. And, and he, we did a show on this, you know, a little while back. And, you know, again, I never rode on it before. So I was kind of doing like, you know, P 
POV, you know, videos on, on YouTube to see what it was like. And maybe it just didn't hit me like when I was watching it on YouTube. And then when I was on that ride, I was like, holy cow, this is, this is a really dark ride. Uh, guys, look, Big Thunder, I think better in Disneyland. Space Mountain, I think better in Disneyland. You ride side by side. You all agree with that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Overall, I want to ask you this before we get ready to go uh, to one last thing and then over to our favorite thing each week. When you look at attractions, Disney World is incredible. I think Disney World gives you a lot more as far as experiences, a lot more as far as dining options. Um, but as far as attractions go, I'm going to go. I've said it before on the show. I'll say it again. If you're going just based on attractions, Disneyland better than Walt Disney World. Now that you've experienced it, you've heard me say this for years, where do you land on that opinion? Mike? I couldn't believe it. I said to myself, no way. It's going to take a lot of convincing for me to say that Disneyland is better than Disney World. Um, I said, you know, and I knew I wanted to see what my kids' take was because, you know, they, they, they're unbiased. You know, they, they'll give me the honest opinion of what they like better. They both like Disneyland better. Laura liked Disneyland better. I like Disneyland better. Um, there was a lot of pluses to it with not a lot of negatives. Um, there's definitely a lot of next time I go to Disney World, I'm going to be like, oh, I wish this was closer. I wish this wait time wasn't so much. I wish it was more. See, so I'm going to compare it a lot now, too. Um, I'm really glad that I got to do both and I got to see both parks. Um, I, you know, I've been told so many times before you're going to love this. Just you're going to you're going to be underwhelmed by the castle, but you're going to love everything else. And that's completely the truth. That's 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 it in a nutshell. I completely agree with that. Dan. That's a tough one. I mean, Disney World Ooh, is really it's, it's attractions, first, but attractions. We're talking only so, attractions well, right now. Well, but here's the deal. Like with Disneyland, everything is condensed. So, you know, if I'm just thinking about just attractions, you know, it, honestly, I think we're going to need to have a bracket challenge, you know, episode Ooh. in the future to figure out, you know, what are the best rides? Because, you know, yeah, just it, Disneyland is fresh in my mind. So, yeah, there were so many rides there that I absolutely loved, but... You know, there's a ton of rides in Disney World, too, that are top notch that I you know, like Guardians over there. Like, that's unbelievable. So it's really tough to say. And like I said, I love Disneyland. I definitely want to go back. Um, I think the quick service food is there. There is better. I think the table service is probably better in Disney yeah, World. 100%, yeah. But but I, I think the fact that everything is so condensed and everything is right there makes it so convenient. And and then on top of that, like we had 90 of our closest friends with us. So it just I just had a better time, you know, like I had a better time because we had so many people that we were hanging out with. And so, you know, I'm just going to have a better memory right now of Disneyland. So, you know, it could be different, you know, the next time. But we'll see. Let's talk really quickly about the last thing that that I was excited for you guys to see. And that's the character experience in Disneyland. Um, it's just it's really different. It's incredible. It's very uh, laid back, um, Dan. The characters are just walking around. There, you'll you'll turn a corner and Jack Sparrow's sitting there, or or Belle, or you know Cinderella, and they're just sitting there. You know Peter Pan will come by and just all of a sudden grab your kid's hand and go skipping yeah. down Main Street USA. It's a pretty unique place as far as characters go. Yeah, and and I knew that going in. You know, because that you know that's one thing you know that in Disneyland the characters are out but until you actually go there and you experience it like oh my god there's you know 
there, what was it? Thor was walking around, and we got Owen to you know try to go over there real yeah, quick, get a quick yeah. pic- picture with him. Again, there were so many times where we had characters just kind of walking in front of us and you know stopping for a quick picture, and you know with no cast member with them either. They're just kind of walking around. Occasionally they had a cast member, but a lot of times they didn't have nobody with them. So I, I thought that was really great. I don't understand why they can't do that in Disney World because I think it, you know, if they did it initially, mm-hmm. it's going to be like you know bees like to be a madhouse on man. honey. But if it's something that happens all the time, it just becomes. I think it would be just like it is in Disneyland, and you can't convince me otherwise. You can't. You can't <laughs> do it. And here's why: Walt Disney World is a vacation destination. Although everyone listening to our voices right now probably go quite a bit. You get. I mean, I'm going to say, Mike. You probably. I mean, you you might agree with me. I would say probably sixty percent, seventy percent of the people that go to Disney World only go once every two or three years. If not more than that, well, even more than that, maybe once every five years, ten years. Yeah, yeah that's Disneyland is like you said, a locals park, and so when you have a locals park, you know, when I go to like Carowinds, I'm not running up to like the Peanuts characters, you know what I mean? To like because I I go there, or you know, when you have, but Disney World people have saved and and that's their vacation is to Disney World. People say I'm going to Disney World. And so I think you would have this just, I mean, poor Peter Pan would just be overrun by a mob of people there in, in Disney World. But they do a really good job in Disneyland of keeping moving. It was Katie's heaven. Disneyland is Katie's heaven because she loves characters. You saw it firsthand, you guys. She would just wander off from the group because she would see a character. She went to Moon Girl. She has no idea who Moon Girl is. Moon Girl's from, we've learned now, Disney XD or Disney Channel, you know, has her own cartoon. <laughs> But she's like, I gotta go meet this girl, and I'm like, who is she? She's like, I don't know, and I'm like, you're weird. <laughs> um, so anyway, but she, Disneyland's super cool with characters. In fact, you can just walk up, get a picture, walk away. At one point, Riley drops some stuff out of her bag, and um, Bo Peep from Toy Story just walked over and started helping Riley pick up her stuff. And I'm like, what, what is this? You know what I mean? Like this is so weird. Uh, so super cool. Lots of great memories lots of great uh uh, times had in walt disney world with the ddp family and we talking about attractions talking about the dining experiences talking about the characters talking about the shows everything that we got to experience over that four-day span are those memories that we talk about all the time in the show that will last a lifetime and that's why these ddp trips are so important um is because and it's funny because we had new people that did it this time and i think if you asked any one of them they would say, we're doing it again. We're going, we're, the next one, we'll be there. Because you create these friends and you create these these moments and you're together as a group. And it's just so much fun that I absolutely love the fact that we were able to do this and go out there. And uh, I just, I can't wait till the next one. You know, just to put my two cents in on the, you know, characters walking around, we were able to see quite a few characters. Um, the nice part about that is you can get some really good, you know, maybe some selfies, maybe some pictures with them. And if you get those self- those great selfies and pictures, post them on our DDP Today Facebook page because we have an amazing DDP Today Facebook page that has a great family. They post some great pictures. And I love the pictures that I see on there. It brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. All right, guys, you know my favorite thing every week as Picks of the Week. And uh, Justin, what's your pick of the week? Ooh, going first again. It's two weeks in a row. Um, 
I'm going to go with the great Susan Martell. She said, went to the Disney Animation Immersive Experience today in Boston. Rowan had the best time ever, and Kieran loved the music and the lights. It was like a little mini Disney trip. I love it. That is some awesome stuff. That's keeping Disney in your life at home, and that's what it's all about. Absolutely love it. Awesome picture, Susan. Great pick. Uh, Dan, what's your pick of the week? Uh, my pick of the week is going to go to our buddy Rick Reagan. Uh, he posted a picture just a few days ago. Another weekend, another dinner with some awesome DDP family. He is always hosting like our DDP family down there. Uh, but he was out with Joe and Jen. And, uh, of course, we have to throw this out. Joe just ha- celebrated a birthday like four days ago. So big happy birthday to Joe. Uh, looks like they were at the Turf Club, uh, one of his, his favorites. So uh, definitely my pick of the week. And, and, again, happy birthday, Joe. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday, Joe. I think we're going to have to add the Reagan family on the Disney dining plan, you know, like reservation system. That would yeah. be two-credit service, though. That would be two-table service. <laughs> That'll be uh, – you'll have to make your, your reservations ahead of time. You know, put them on the uh, the MDE app so you can put the Reagan family down, pick a restaurant, because uh, that's one of my favorite things on going down to Disney now, too, is hooking up with them and getting to see them. Um, and I got to spend some time with them on my last trip down a couple of weeks ago, which is great. Uh, my pick of the week is going to go to another very near and dear friend of our, this uh, DDP family. She's been with us forever. And that's Cheryl Pavia uh, over in Switzerland. She says, hot and sweaty over here in Basel, but just wanted to share that I found the cutest iPhone case and, and uh, AirPod case at H&M. It's the little things that make you happy and keep you smiling. Uh, you know, keeping at Disney every day. That's what we love to do. Uh, it's also Cheryl's birthday today because I'm friends with her on Facebook and I know it's her birthday. So happy birthday to Cheryl. We miss you very much here in the store household and we really hope to see you soon well happy birthday let me go ahead and say this too happy birthday to the great dan rossi just had his birthday uh, as well so man happy birthday ddp family it is a popular time in the fam uh lots of birthdays this week absolutely love it uh guys look i love talking about the disneyland vacation it's so great that we were able to get on here and chat about our time out there with all of the amazing ddp family that came the memories we had made, the the times we had, the laughs, I mean, the hangouts. The, like, we could have done two four-hour episodes just getting into the hangouts and, and all that great stuff. Um, but we wanted to get on here and just chat a little bit about the trip, a little bit of our experience out at Disneyland. And I hope we were able to bring you along on that journey with us on this last DDP family vacation. But let's move, just like, well, let's keep moving forward. Let's move on to... One of the next ones coming up. This one is not for 2024. We have not decided quite what we're going to do for that one. This one's for 2025. And Dan, you know what? I am going to let you take it away, buddy, uh, and introduce what will be the DDP Today family vacation. I don't know if we should call it that for 2025. Well, maybe we should call this the DDP adult Adult. vacation. There we go. Uh, So what we are going to be doing is we are going to be going on June 9th to the 14th i believe of 2025 and we are going to be taking a trip uh to a sandals resort i don't know if anyone's familiar with sandals resorts but it's a it's a adults couples only resort and we're going to go to sandals grenada um the way this uh kind of took place is uh, jen and i we love uh going on a vacation uh, occasionally by ourselves and our boys are old enough um, so we actually were down in Jamaica this summer, uh, and you know we spent some time at Sandals Montego Bay. I love Sandals Resorts. Uh, they, 
you know, I compare them to Disney. Uh, they're very top-notch. The, the service is impeccable. Uh, the food is, is great, and the locations are great. And usually when we're there, we usually book another trip. So when we were down there in June, we decided to book a trip to uh, Sandals Grenada in 2025. I got back. I was talking to Justin about it. I'm like, hey, you know, maybe we should have all the D- DDP hosts and, you know, all come down, you know, to Sandals Grenada for, you know, for four or five days. You know, I think it'd be great. And he sounded like he was on board. And then all of a sudden the next day, he's like, you know what? Maybe we should just have a bunch of DDP families come down, you know, and have, you know, have an adults only vacation. What do you think? He's like, I don't want to step on your toes, Dan. I don't want to, I don't want to take over your vacation. I'm like, hey, the more the merrier. So I think this is going to be a really fun time uh, because again, all of our trips before, you know, we're in the parks, you know, we're kind of running around, going to different things. Even on the cruise ship, it's sometimes hard to always, you know, you know, we cross paths, but we don't always get to sit down and t- chat. If we're all sitting at a nice all-inclusive resort just relaxing, I think this is going to be a great time. Uh, let me step in really quickly because, one, I was happy to step on your toes. Um, and, two, <laughs> uh, this is, like Dan said, this turned into a um, a fun fun getaway for the for the adults for, for once. And, yes, we will be doing something with, with the DDP family as well. Uh, but here's the thing. We do have a group. We have it already ready to roll. I will say this. I think we already have like seven or eight families booked because we started discussing in Disneyland. So people are booked. We have the group. So you have to get a hold of us to be able to, to come out there and, and uh, do that um, at show at awaywithmetravel.com. So make sure to get a hold of us to get those quotes because the sooner you book sandals, the cheaper it is. And man, are there some incredible deals. I couldn't believe the price I was able to get for the room out. It has the biggest bathtub inside and it has a bathtub on the patio. Do you know what that means for me? That means happy Justin. <laughs> That's what that means. Two bathtubs. I'm ready to roll. So super, super excited about that. And uh, man, I, I just cannot wait. So get a hold of us. We'll get you more information. Come join us. Look, you deserve it. You deserve some time. Just you uh, and not the kids. Just come relax for a couple of days. Hang out. Create those memories. We'll have a blast. Let's go to Granada and have an absolute good time. Mike? Mike will be there. He's coming. No, I'm not. You're not coming to Granada? No, I took Oh, that's right. You've Sammy's got the graduation. Sammy's graduation. I'm sorry. We might hold Sammy back a year. <laughs> we'll just do that on purpose, you know. Um, but I, I know Joe's booked, and uh, we'll talk to Dave, but a lot of people are booked, so we're excited about that for sure. Yep, and the, like, like you said, Justin, the main reason we're announcing this now is because uh, with Sandals Resorts, number one, they do sell out. So once you get inside of a year or even inside six months, uh, a lot of a lot of the resort will be booked up um, and you won't be able to get it. And as the rooms do sell, the price goes up. So your your best bet is to book early. And with Sandals, it's pretty easy. You know, obviously we can't book flights yet because we're so far out. Uh, I think it's $98 to hold your room. And then I think they charge you another 300 or so dollars uh, like three weeks later. So it's essentially $400 to book your room. And then, you know, you can pay as you go or you can, you know, wait till final payment, which is usually around 60 days before uh, your arrival. So, again, Sandals works well. And like I said, you know, if anyone has questions, reach out to Justin and I. We could uh, talk your ear off about Sandals and like, you know, all the cool things that are at this resort. Yep. And we'll be coming out with 2024 plans very shortly uh, for what's going on there. And then also we'll do something different for 2025 as well, too, there. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll get that going. Um, boys, let's close this thing up. Let's close up, put a bow on the 2023 DDP Disneyland family vacation. Uh, closing words. Mike, start with you, buddy. 
Yeah, I'm glad we got to. Uh, listen, I was dying for weeks to talk about you know all the differences between Disneyland and Disney World. Um, I'm definitely convinced I like Disneyland better. I think we've come to that conclusion. Um, I can't wait to go back out there again. It's going to be one of the you know things on my to-do list going forward. Um, I know the girls had a great time going out there. There's more of a California we want we want to explore also. So we'll definitely be out to the West Coast here and there. Uh, most importantly, my favorite thing, the biggest take aside from all the rise the attractions was getting to see our DDP family. Um, getting to meet them in person, getting to you know break some bread with them, getting to spend some time, getting to meet their families, and you know putting a you know a physical you know face to the person that you get to see online all the time. It's nice to be able to see them in person. So I'm super happy that uh, you know I got to do that. That that to me is worth better than any kind of roller coaster or thrill ride. Is getting to be with them and get to get to be with you guys and having a great DDP vacation. No, I had a great time. Uh- you know, California surprised me, whether it's Disneyland or even, you know, the, the time we spent in California uh, after the fact. You know, we got to explore that land a little bit that uh, we've never traveled west before. So it was a great time. It was a great time seeing everyone. And I cannot wait for the next one. Although, like I said before, I think in the future we're going to have to have some sort of bracket show uh, pinning up the Disneyland uh, attractions against Disney World. DDP family. Have an amazing week. Stay positive. Spread some cheer. Make someone smile. And until next time, we will see you real soon. Have a good night, everybody. Have a good night. Have a good night. On behalf of the Disney Dads, we want to say thank you. We hope you find a little magic in your life every day, spread some Disney love, and keep moving forward. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin, let the wonder And that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.